Hey, I hope everyone's doing all right today. Um, as of right now, I'm actually sitting in my, in the car in a parking lot. Um, <clears throat> I just came back from the dentist, actually, for about three years or so. I've had uh, some teeth straighteners, and I actually got them removed, finally, this morning. But, uh, yeah, it's nice. But, uh, anyway, so I came out in the parking lot and just finally decided to record this. It's, like, about a month overdue. But, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, so I really want to show my face this time, but didn't quite happen. My memory's kind of full. I have a lot of stuff on my phone, but, uh. When I get a new phone, then I'll definitely be more, I guess, uh, considerate about how I use my data. Anyway, so I may have already passed. Uh, I want to talk about friendship today. Um, so, when it comes to friendship, I, um, I want to talk about the importance of it and just... Yeah, sort of the ups and downs about it. Um, I, I don't like to sound repetitive when it comes to giving information to people or explaining a point of view. So I'm going to explain it from my point of view on how things are. Um, first off, when a situation happens and we lose a good friend, sometimes you may notice that you lose multiple friends all at once. And it's usually a chain reaction of things, usually an energetic momentum that happens. That happens with a lot of different situations and circumstances when usually one thing will happen and it's, you know, it's bad. But then sometimes a second one may happen and then it may domino effect into a whole thing. When you lose a friend or something like that happens on a deep level... Uh, the experience basically um, kind of opens up this energetic hole or whatever and this energetic thing just like basically it just it holds in the momentum of whatever feeling happened or whatever event happened and it just causes it just causes it to happen multiple times so basically what I'm trying to say is if you do lose a friend don't be surprised if you end up losing another friend at the same time these things usually happen in big gaps like that when um you know there's a quote uh when it rains it pours or something but yeah just know that usually when you lose a friend it is a, a time when you're prone to losing other friends whether it's by random circumstances whether it's by you feeling upset and sad and you going to people you care about and asking for help and they freak out and they abandon you, they leave you, you know, whatever situation, whatever circumstance, just know that once something deep does happen, a deep experience, then usually it opens up a void and can happen again a second time. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, just don't, just be aware of that. Just be aware that, that, you know, you may lose a bunch of friends at the same time. That is actually a normal concept to happen. Uh, so, you know, just be aware of it and just, yeah, kind of have your mind at ease about it. Um, a lot of times when we lose friends, we lose hope 
and you know we're like this person meant a lot you know this person we didn't we've been through so much just you know when you have a good friend and just our family member a relative and just think about all the good things and then when you when they leave you just feel hopeless um you know it's it's okay to it's just a part of the emotions that we feel it's just a part of the grieving process you you know you got to feel those emotions you got to feel like you know you got to feel what that is that's coming up you don't it's never it's not good to act on feelings like that it's good to just feel that they're there and acknowledge them and express them and let them out so that way they don't build up because <clears throat> when you hold in certain emotions like that you know like when you get got hurt when you hold in those emotions and you don't fully grieve them out what can happen is what usually happens is you end up creating a home for that energy the more time you spend with energy the more of a home you create for it once you create a home for it, it basically becomes a foundation and that foundation becomes what you, what is attracted to you in your life and what you are attracted to basically because once you create that foundation you have to feed it and you have to maintain it so um yeah so just keep that in mind and so if you do lose hope about losing a friend and everything just make sure to grieve it out make sure to feel it make sure to know that you know it's okay don't don't act too crazy just you know feel what you need to feel and just know that it is normal to feel that way to feel hopeless when someone you cared about leaves but you know that's just how life is people will always come and go and just know that it's not the end of the world because it's something that every human being goes through so because we all go through it there's makes it makes that pain nothing special to us as weird as that sounds just we all go through it so don't think that your world is crumbling because we all go through it at some point it's just about how we deal with it and in the moment when we're feeling hopeless you know we don't want to hear all that old positivity stuff we just you know it's just that's what we're feeling at the moment sadness whatever anger just find a way to grieve let it out don't take it to heart too much but just you know know that it's going to hurt let it hurt let it out move forward um <clears throat> Yeah, your emotions and your thoughts may be out of control around this time. And it can be very hard to uh, really ground yourself around this time. Um, you know, you may go to a bunch of people and you may be like, hey, this person hurt me. You know, they left me. They did this, they did that. And, and a lot of times when we lose a friend, when we lose someone that's close to us, then... Sorry, a lot of times when we lose someone who's close to us and what happens is we end up getting in tune with the deeper part of ourself that basically was hurt the inner part of ourself which is basically uh a soul, our soul basically and when we are hurting whatever our soul is feeling is basically how we're feeling all the time and 
a lot of people, some people are in tune with their soul. And what happens is when they're in tune with it, everything that is in that soul, everything that's ever felt, everything that's ever gone through becomes very apparent. Now, when that happens and it becomes apparent, then you start to feel anxious. You'll start to, to feel anger. You'll start to feel so much like so much in your life that is unfulfilled you know you'll feel like oh life sucks and you know, i want this to happen i want that to happen when you're just you'll really be in tune with the deeper part of your soul and when you do lose a friend and that part of you opens up your emotions and your thoughts will really become apparent as to what happens next what do we do next now that this foundation is broken what do we need to do to find a new foundation to look toward to find you know to look at and that's usually when you lose a friend you lose somebody and you start having those thoughts where you're like oh um this person betrayed me and now i can't trust anybody that distrust has just created a new foundation sometimes or Another thing you can do is, oh, this person hurt me. I enjoyed the time that we had together. And that can also be a foundation, making peace with the memory of somebody, even after they, they left. By having peace, that allows you to have peace inside of yourself. And it allows you to have more peaceful interactions and relationships for the future and with other people. Um. So, yeah, it's... So, yeah, when you lose a friend and your emotions and your thoughts are going crazy, uh, you're going to go through a grieving process and you're going to feel things. And that's fine. At the same time, just be more aware of what the next step is. Just be more aware of where you want your feet to land afterward. Now, during the grieving process, it's not good to worry about that right away. But after you start to feel yourself getting better, then that's when you slowly have to come to a conclusion as to what your new heartfelt foundation is going to be when it comes to relationships and friendships and things like that. So during the grieving processes, don't worry about it too much. But once your mind is ready to start moving on, you will feel it and you'll know it. And that's when you just focus on, okay, so now how can I do this in a healthy way? How can I make, how can I make peace? How can I get a peace of mind with what just happened and a piece of emotion so this doesn't cross over into other relationships in the future and i don't hold on to this for the rest of my life and deny myself a good life um <clears throat> uh, the fourth note i wrote down was clear thoughts so um you'll also notice after you've lost somebody you'll actually have a sense of clarity in the world surprise it's it sounds strange because you know but you'll notice that you will have a sense of clarity and you'll start to look at the world on such a different level on you know what's really important um you know what's really important what isn't important like what really matters to me what do i really want to do in life you when you live in your heart space then you know your desires you know what you need to be fulfilled in yourself and you know what you want to do with your existence and what you want to do with your life here on earth, you know, your time here on earth. So when you lose somebody, your heart 
emotion is very dominant around that time and your soul is going to mostly focus on that area now because your soul is mostly focusing on your heart area that's going to be the area that you're going to feel the most and that means you're going to feel a lot of different energies that are in your heart or a lot of different energies that were buried in your heart um they'll end up coming to the surface and uh, you'll they'll be more you'll be more aware of them you'll be more aware of I remember when this person in middle school treated me like this or when my parent did this to me or that to me you'll notice old memories may also come back uh, you'll have a clearer thought of what you want when it comes to heart fulfillment um, it's good to pay attention to what these feelings tell you what these feelings you know what is it that you really need or want on a deeper level a lot of times we look at life, we look at money or cars or certain kind of people, relationships or whatever, and we think that's what I want. But there's a whole psychology behind that. But when it comes to the heart, the heart usually every physical desire originates from a spiritual origin. And spiritual origin can also mean, you know, an inner fulfillment, an inner state of happiness, things like that. And sometimes it's good to, when you have a clear thought, just focus more on, focus on what it is you want to feel. Focus on the feeling of what it means to have a certain thing. The feeling of what it means to be rich. The feeling of what it means to be in a relationship. The feeling of what it is that you actually want. And you'll notice that once you have that feeling, once you create that feeling which here's another quote you know about that but once you have that feeling inside of you or you have a sense of it and you learn how to kind of you know build up some some momentum energy with it then you'll notice that you'll attract things or you'll attract you know that situation but this isn't about just isn't too much about law of attraction but or anything like that but um basically just uh yeah, I was talking about clear thoughts and um Yeah, but anyway, um yeah, so I um I just kinda lost my train of thought, but um Yeah, I'll just keep going. So anyway, just uh yeah, so whatever it is that you want, you just feel it, think of it in your mind. Once you have it, once you have the energy, then you'll end up attracting it toward you. So when you have a clear uh a clear when you start having clear thoughts then that means that this is what your heart wants this is what your heart needs and after you're done with the grieving process or you're done with moving on from losing a friend then you'll notice that your thoughts about your heart about your i'm sorry your past thoughts about how people treated you those old memories oh they might start to go away and you'll start to feel quote normal again but it is important to write down these things that you are feeling when your thoughts are clear because when your thoughts are clear that's the opportunity to actually get to know yourself on a deeper level and know what is it that my heart is actually feeling that I'm not aware of on a normal daily basis, but I'm only aware of it when I'm sad or when I'm feeling in a certain emotional vibration, because whatever emotional vibration that you are at 
is what emotion you're going to dominantly feel. Even though your soul feels all of it, you can still be in tune with it. But as humans, there's only so much that our mind can process and our emotions can process. So depending on what emotion we're at, whether it's high or low, then those are the type of emotions we are going to dominantly feel that are in our soul. And so, yeah, when you're at a low, when you're at a point, when you lose a friend or whatever, just keep note of what energies are dominant. When you are feeling a certain way, write them down and then you can learn to work on it. And once you work on it, then you slowly begin to build the foundation. Then it's on autopilot from there. Um, cool. I, I didn't mean to go that that long on that one. I'm not even halfway down the list yet. But the next one should be should be quick. Number six, number five. I put self image, and I don't know what I meant by that. When I wrote down these notes, it was fresh in my mind. I lost some friends, and I did a lot of analyzing when I wrote these notes but uh i guess for, okay i i guess for number five when i wrote down self-image just um i guess just don't think that there's anything wrong with you don't think that you did anything wrong don't think that you are to blame just don't think that there's anything wrong with you you are going to feel those things and if you do feel them then okay that's what your soul needs to process it's what you need to feel you know, it's, what, it's what your inner self needs to express. I'm feeling this way. Um, you know, just don't invest that energy into anything else in your life. Don't, you know, don't let it. Because, you know, when you are feeling sad or something, you can invest that sad energy into a person or situation. And that energy basically that situation will basically reflect what energy that you invested. So if you are sad in the moment, if you feel low or sad about yourself and you go to something and you are like, Hey, I'm going to throw all this energy into this part of my life or this part of my, of, you know, a certain bond or whatever, then just be careful. Cause I don't know. The other person may not be able to handle it or something. And yeah, that could be another problem. But, um, yeah, so, you know, just when you have a self-image issue and you're feeling kind of sad or, yeah, just don't think too much into it. Just know that, you know, people come and go all the time. People leave. There's nothing wrong with you. Whenever someone cuts you out of their life or you or whatever, it has everything to do with them, nothing to do with you. Just don't think that anything's wrong with you because there's not. People just grow and they move on from each other. And that's just that's just that. Um Yeah, so there's nothing so yeah, it has everything to do with them, not for you. Number six so yeah, and number six, uh people people leave, people come, people go. You know, people, they come into our lives when they need to be there. When we're at a certain chapter in our life, then certain people will be there to help maintain the balance of what it is we are, why we're there, you know, over there mentally or whatever. And people will always be a reflection of who we are. That's why they say if you want to know somebody, look at their friends, look who, who their friends are, then you can learn more about them. Sorry. So, um, but yeah, people leave 
and people go and just have to kind of know that that in life you go you just live and you enjoy every moment with every person you know and you just appreciate them for who they are and once they go it's going to be sad it's going to be really sad but um just appreciate the good moments that you guys had together and let that be the last memory that holds the foundation even if that person is not around anymore or close but um um when we grow then we outgrow people as well as ourselves and like i said people are reflections of us and when we outgrow parts of ourselves then our friends that reflected those parts of ourselves that we are outgrowing will start to be weeded out random circumstances in life may happen and it and it may seem like oh we were fine we were we were all right sorry we were fine we were all right but then this weird circumstance just happened and now we're not friends anymore life when life want when we hold on to certain people or relationships sometimes life or life wants us to kind of leave these people because they create an imbalance of where we're trying to go and so life will put these people or put us in situations where it's like okay time for this friendship to end and the most random thing will happen that seems like it was universally that there was a lot of uh divine intervention involved but some, sometimes they kind of are um perceptive people can act can see it's it's rare but some perceptive people can actually see when you're in a relationship with someone and something happens a random thing will happen you'll have a bad feeling about it you'll be like i have a bad feeling about the situation but then you put it on the back burner and in that situation may end up coming up like six years later in the future and because life is different mentalities are different circumstances are different or whatever that thing that happened six years ago could end up coming back now and ending a friendship whereas before probably wouldn't or whatever and you know sometimes that could be divine intervention because some people will see oh snap there's an opening here where our friendship can potentially end but you know we're just gonna just gonna leave it alone because i enjoy this and the universe will be will keep that in their back pocket and wait until you're ready to outgrow that person so i say that to say when you're sad about losing a person just think or just know that sometimes you are outgrowing them and you're going in a new direction of life or sometimes they're going in a new direction of life and you're just growing into different situations or different directions um life shouldn't always be lived by other people or for other people and when i say that i mean that you have to kind of understand where i'm coming from when i say that quote because depending on your different on the mindset that quote can hit differently um when i say you can't live for other people everyone's going to take that differently but what i mean by that is you can't rely on other people to maintain your friendships basically 
they are there to affirm our relationships and affirm our happiness, but they cannot be the main, they cannot maintain it. That's something that we have to understand that we are here on this life. We have our own path. We have our own journey. We have our own destinies or whatever, whether we make it or not or whatever. And we just have our own path to go down. And when someone that we know is with us and they go astray, um, <coughs> gosh, I've been talking a long time and they go astray, then it's then just don't derail yourself too much from your path and say, oh, no, this person I was with, you know, I got to go back to them. And like that person's going on their path, you know, and it's OK to recognize that that people outgrow each other all the time. And I've had really messed up circumstances happen to me. And um, but anyway, I understand. Anyway, just try to understand that people just outgrow each other and certain parts of themselves. Sometimes people sometimes relationships can be great. But as I talked about investments, sometimes people can invest their energy or certain energies into you into the start of the relationship Uh, whether it be insecurity or i feel bad i don't feel beautiful or whatever if it's a bad or if it's a negative emotion that usually that sometimes that a person invests into you or you invest into them then what happens is when the relationship grows or people grow then what happens is sorry let me get my thoughts together so when you or that other person invests a negative energy into you know if someone invested into you or you invested into another person and what will end up happening is as you as or them grow as other of you grow then when we start to outgrow that negative those that negative source that we had that we when we start to outgrow that the reason when we start to outgrow the reason why we invested that negative energy into the other person or they invested into you when we start to outgrow the origin as to why we did that then that can also break the relationship too um to give it a quick example how long have i been talking almost half an hour well to give a quick example someone invested it was a relationship and this girl invested a relationship invested into a guy things like you know i'm desperate i don't think i'm ever going to have a boyfriend i don't think i'm ever going to have a relationship and i'm desperate right now basically so that desperation that i'm not good enough no one's ever going to care about me no one ever no one's ever going to love me mentality was 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 put into a guy and she was like oh this guy likes me or he's the closest thing to liking me so even though i'm not really attracted to him i'm going to you know go for it because you know i don't think i'm ever going to find love again or no one's ever going to like me so what happened is she ended up getting in their relationship and they had a good relationship and she found out she found confidence in herself once she found the confidence 
when she found the confidence in herself and she realized she is good enough that she can find love, she looked at the guy that she was with this whole time and basically stopped liking him and was angry and was like, bye, get out of here or I'm out of here. And she just left him and it was understandable, but you know, she outgrew those negative emotions and so because she invested it into her relationship once she moved on from those negative emotions there was nothing left there because she already built the foundation or built that relationship on those emotions that's just an example and it was a real example anyway um yeah people outgrow each other okay now i am actually halfway down the list but I'm not going to go this full hour. Um, Or heck, maybe I should just go the full hour. Make this into a uh, podcast episode. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, if I do that, I have to waste more time. (laughs) Anyway, um, yes, that's number seven. Number eight... Oof, I actually don't know what I meant by that. I put others suffer with you. Uh, what did I mean by that? Um, uh, oh, I think what I meant at the time was that... Was that... I think when I was hurt, or when we're hurting... Sometimes we expect others to deal with our pain with us. And sometimes people don't want to do that. And yeah, so yeah, anyway, sometimes I guess people just, yeah, uh, we just expect others to, 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 to suffer with us. And they have, they can't do that. Sometimes they have their own things going on own lives to worry about and you know that's just that's I guess that's just how that that goes but yeah it's just it's not good to have other people suffer with you as you're suffering but I really wish I knew what I meant by that I'm I have to put my mindset back into there uh anyway uh number nine I'll just skip that one for now Oh, okay, so, oof, thoughts will amplify also when, um, when we lose a friend, um, every little thought will end up getting stronger, every feeling will get stronger, so you may get very emotional at that time, so we'll feel really emotional about things, it's normal to feel that, it's okay to feel that, it's okay to feel that, you know, that will... Oh, when it comes to the letting go process, it's good to feel it and just let it out. Self-expression really is a good way to let things out. And what that means is not just in the moment, but permanently it can, depending on how the expression is given and how much is let go of. Um, but yeah, thoughts, your thoughts will end up amplifying when you are heartbroken and you'll notice that when you lose a friend or when you are heartbroken, 
when your thoughts amplify, that means you're actually more prone to manifesting things into your life once you're heartbroken. And it's strange, but you'll notice, but a lot of times, I'm sure we've all experienced this before, when we've lost a relationship or we've lost a job or we lost something really big in our life. And what happens is our emotions and our thoughts go haywire and they're all over the place. And when our mind is so chaotic, we're like, I lost everything. I lost my job. I lost this. I lost that. And within a very short time, you'll notice that you'll end up finding a replacement for something right away. You know, I've seen it. it, But yeah, you'll notice you may lose a relationship. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, I lost a relationship. I'm so sad. And you'll actually find someone who's willing to date you right away. May may not be all the time, but usually some people who that's happened to, you may notice that you may have like never found a relationship or been in a relationship before. And it's been hard to find one, but then you find one and it ends and another person is like right there. And it's like, oh, sometimes you'll have a hard time finding a job and then you can lose the job and then your thoughts will be so chaotic. You'll be like, what do I do? And someone random will be like, hey, I have a job opportunity for you. I'm sure a lot of a lot everyone in the world that's happened to all of us at some point, not just with the job, not just the relationship, not just with friendships, but with something, you know, we've lost something. Our mind went crazy and we quickly remanifested it again. It is because when we are grieving, then we are more connected to more divine divinity, basically. And when we are connected to more divinity then it's easier to make contracts, divine contracts or divine soul contracts for our life and re-attract more things that we want. Um, sorry, my mind kind of faded out for a second there. Um, okay, so now, so these last few notes, these last three notes... Okay, I may be a little foggy when I come when I when I when I say these. <sighs> You're not toxic or bad for wanting to have wanting to have good friends or wanting to be better. What I mean is sometimes a lot of times we will think like, um, you know, am I, am I toxic? Am I the bad person? Because, you know, I wanted something good from this person, from this friendship, from this relationship. I wanted something good from it. And, you know, am I a bad person for wanting it? Because the other person made you feel guilty about it. No. And some weird twisted logic, weird twisted math whatever it can be translated that wanting better for yourself is a selfish thing and is a terrible thing and sometimes people can be seen as toxic because they want better um that's not always the case when you want better 
well, then yeah, you can have better, but, um, you just, it's, you're not a bad person, and it's not toxic for wanting to be better, um, sometimes you'll want to be treated a certain way, um, you know, this is your love language, this is how you want to treat, this is how you treat other people, this is, and you'll want, you'll expect people to treat you back a certain way, um, and, you know, sometimes they don't do that to you, they don't do that for you, that's where communication has to come in to play, uh, you have to get to know people to know what you can and can't invest into that person, what good traits to expect from them, what what bad traits to expect from them, what parts of yourself do you need to invest in order to keep this relationship maintained, whether it's with a friend, a family member, or whoever, you know. But, um, yeah, if you find yourself thinking, am I toxic for being... If I, am I toxic for wanting to have better for myself? No, it's not. If you want better, then it's okay. But at the same time, you have to be considerate that other people do not have to tend to you. And they have their own lives. They have their own things going on. And if they say no about a situation, don't demand it from them. Don't ask, you know, don't bug them about it. But no, if you want better for yourself, Sometimes we could think, and this goes back to the outgrowing part, where sometimes we'll be like, you know what, I want to grow and I want to be better for, I want to be better for myself and go to the next level or go do something better with myself. And you'll have friends that will sometimes hold you back, whether it be unintentional or not, but they'll be like, you know, they'll just hold you back. And sometimes you'll be like, you know what, I'm going to leave this person. I want to go. Because, you know, this person, they're just not good for me or they hurt me. Oh, that could be tricky. Just analyze if this person's been there for you. Analyze if you can grow while maintaining the relationship. Uh, If not, don't force it, you know, because at the end of the day, friendships or any relationship should always be about freedom. And it is very important to allow to have someone with you who is going to allow you to grow into yourself and also be there for you to enjoy the good times of life. If you have someone who is there for you to enjoy the good times of life, but does not condone or accept or whatever her help, whatever, in your personal growth, then just kind of, you know, think, you know, is this person really worth keeping? If they hold you, if they're there for you for good times, but if they're holding you back from growing, then that is a good opportunity or a good chance to really say, hey, maybe I need to go because even though we're having fun right now, your fun is basically affirming and which is okay. But when you're trying to grow, you need to affirm growth. And you need to grow within yourself. And if someone doesn't allow you that space to grow within yourself, then that's usually a good time that you need to go when they need to leave. And that's when you can outgrow them. And, um, you know, and sometimes even, yeah, but that's if they hold you back. But, you know, you don't have to go crazy. Sometimes what we do is we end up ditching friends. We end up ditching people that we love. We just ghost them. And 
if you were a person who's done it or has gone through it, I'm going to try to say it from both points of views and be quick about it. But just know that hopefully what I said will make already does make sense for both sides. But sometimes when we grow, we don't know what direction we want to go into. And we don't want to make anything solid yet because we don't entirely know what's what we're going to do, what direction we're going to go in, whether or not this person is good or bad for us. Sometimes we just don't want to think, is this person good or bad for us? You know, I have to go through my own personal journey and growth within myself. And I can't worry about my relationships with other people. I am going somewhere else. I need to leave the past behind. Don't take it personally when people do that. They may forget about you. And yes, it does hurt. And, you know, just don't take it too personally when people go. Because sometimes it's too hard to say goodbye. Or sometimes this person doesn't want to say goodbye. They just, they're on a, they're on a, they're on a coast. You know, they're just coasting. And they're just going where life takes them. And they just don't look back. And it doesn't always mean anything personal. Just know that. But that can also come with abandonment issues. And for people who have done it, you know, after a while, just, you know, if you know, if you know you had a strong bond with a person, help them, help give them a chance to have closure. Tell them why you did what you did. Communicate with them. Communication is very important. And just help both sides find peace, whether you did the ghosting or they did it to you. Now, you know, a one night stand, a date that, well, I don't want to promote that, but, you know, just, just communicate with people, you know, don't just straggle them along and just be like, let me keep them in my back pocket, you know, which we've all done that at some point for whatever reason, whatever circumstance, but just, if someone is doing that to you, just be considerate that this person's life is changing. This person's life is going in a new direction. If you are a woman, if you are a man, and you are dating someone, and they have a bunch of different partners, but they're not official, you know, if you want a relationship and you tell them, like, I want the relationship... If not, then bye, you know, at the same time, literally, once we enter a relationship with a person, then that yeah, might as well go the full hour. Once we enter a relationship with a full person, with a new person, that literally changes the whole trajectory of our life and what direction our life will grow in. The person that we pick as our partner we will grow in their direction wherever the two sides meet is how they're going to grow together they're going to create something new once they have a relationship no matter what it is the two energies are going to come together and clash and create something new so whenever someone has a hard time picking a relationship or picking you you have to understand that that person's life their life is their whole future is literally on the scale is basically is literally going to be changed whether that whether or not they pick you and 
for who the person is at the time, where they're trying to go, what they're trying to be, you know, even if it's a friendship also, you just have to consider that, hey, you are your own person. At the end of the day, you have to take care of yourself. I respect that. And having that mentality right there goes back to what I just said about having freedom in relationships. Every relationship should have freedom. And if you tell a person that, hey, you have multiple people and, you know, you you're a bad person that can make you a bad person in a sense, in a way, in a twisted way, not bad person, but, you know, in a sense and consider at the fact that their whole life can change. But, um, and then, at, at, but anyway, at the same time, what I, what I meant was, um, when it comes to us growing as individuals and us taking care of ourselves, sometimes we can be that person to someone else where we can say, Hey, you're trying to grow within yourself and you're trying to consider what you want for your future. But you know what? I don't like that. And I want you to be me because, you know, loyalty and all of that stuff. And you can end up becoming the quote toxic person who actually holds that person back from growing within themselves. So, you know, so just keep that in mind that everyone is going through their own journeys and everyone is growing and you have to respect people for what their journey is about and what they want to do with their life and what they want to do with their journey. Now, once they pick you, if they pick you as a friend, they pick you as a whoever, then that's then okay. You have that contract. You have that, you know, that establishment that this is going to be our relationship. This is what's going to be expected. This is when we'll be loyal. You know, then that's then that you know, once you have that agreement, that communication up front, then okay, then that's when, you know, it's like we're together now. This is where it's it's us. You can't just go around with people with other random people anymore. You know, you picked me. So you're all in, you know, if you're not all in, then I'm not all in, then the relationship doesn't grow or isn't optimal. You know, once you make a decision, no matter what that you once you make that decision, then you go all in. And if you know, you're going to regret a decision, though, then just don't do it. You know, there's a reason why you're going to regret it. But yeah, so when it comes to having a relationship with a person, a friendship, and you pick them, you go all in. So anyway, yeah, so I didn't even know how I got on that subject. I thought I was talking about being toxic for wanting better. But oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, thinking that you're toxic for wanting better. Um sometimes you can sometimes we can be. Yeah, sometimes we can be um because you know, the other the other person's going through their own personal journey and we when we aren't considerate of them then we are just we play victim about it and we just think that they were cruel to us they were mean to us when it's like no they have their own journey and a lot of us in life aren't told aren't told about the importance of self-care and taking care of ourselves and going our own path in life so then the only thing that we have to grasp onto is we are bad people you know we are players we are cheaters we are uh, whores or whatever. I don't think I've ever said that word before in my life. But anyway, we are, you know, 
people who sleep around and things like that. And it's like, no, you're, uh, and again, you, please understand what I mean when I bring that up, that word up sleeping around. So, you know, it's just, no, we just, we need to take care of ourselves and we need to understand what it means to take care of ourselves and our inner desires and needs. But, um, I don't want to get to, I want to get off topic on, on that. So yeah, sometimes we can be toxic for wanting better, but we also have to be considerate of other people. We have to be, we have to pay attention to what it is that we want in life and go for it. But when you have another person coming into your life, like that's two universes clashing together. That's two worlds clashing together. And when two things crash, they mold into something new, you know, like this. So it's like, you just got to embrace this new thing that's, you know, but, uh, I don't know. It can be like Play-Doh, both things can just mash together or you can just get two rocks and break them apart and then melt them, you know, together, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, <coughs> my throat. anyway, number, gosh, that was one note. Okay, so I have 10 minutes to get through two, three notes. I can do that. Right, so anyway, number 11. Sorry, I have this lady yelling right now. Anyway, number 11. Um, yeah, so people have stuff going on in their lives. So, you know, just keep that into consideration. You know, keep that into consideration that people have things going on in their life. Um, so yeah, don't take things personally when they leave or they say things or they do things. Just allow that open space for honesty, no matter how hard it is. And don't play victim about it because honesty is, you know, it hurts. It does hurt. It even hurts me. But when you just allow that honesty to be there, you know, and um, just work with it as best you can uh number 12 accepting people for their different outlooks now i felt this really strong because the reason why i'm actually making this video which i probably should have started with this which was that a lot of people were losing friendships in a very short amount of time and i was feeling out the energies I was like, oh, this is a chapter in, in the world where if friendships are being tested, you know, there's always a chapter in life. And once you learn to tap into these energies, you begin to notice that a lot of people in your circle will actually start to go through similar things. And it's usually because these energies are dominant in the world. And when the energies are dominant in the world, it becomes dominant, dominant in our personal lives. And we all basically go through it. So... I want to make this video to help people with losing friendships, basically. Um, uh, so people are always going to have different outlooks. And a, a perfect movie that actually talked about this theme was Venom, actually, the second Venom movie. And I don't want to go into any spoilers, but but yeah, it talked a lot about it. So basically, um, everyone's going to have different outlooks on life their definition of life, their love language, everything, just everyone's going to have different outlooks on life. And when everyone has 
a different political view, spiritual view, whatever it is. You don't have to fight each other or end relationships because you think differently, because we all have a contribution when it comes to the balance of the human experience and the human mind. And we all have a role to play. We all fit in somewhere. And just like with Murphy's Law, you know, or I don't know if it's Murphy's Law exactly, but if there is a possibility of something, if there is a perspective of anything, of something, of every, every possible a way of looking at things or every possible way of experiencing things someone in the world is going to experience it whether it's us or somebody else either way we are all we all have some role to play in life every possible scenario every possible philosophy every possible way of thinking of life is going to be felt by someone don't be so don't pressure yourself so much about, you know, being the way that you are. You want to better yourself and that's good. If you don't, it, you know, but um, if you want to better, I don't want to go too much too far into that. But, you know, if you want to better yourself, then that's OK. That's fine. At the same time, don't hurt yourself or don't kill yourself over not being good enough because the person that you are is good enough somewhere for someone the, the the position that you are in, you are in a position to be a hero to someone. You can make a change. You can make a difference. There's a guy, a perfect example. He's a YouTuber. And uh, I wish I could say his channel name right now. But anyway, um, he, he made, okay, I'll tell you a video that he made. He made these videos called Brotherly Love, part one, two, um, four, 4.5. And, and, um, yeah, just, just look up those and then you'll find his channel. This guy was from the, the ghetto. He was from the hood or whatever. And at the same time, when he talked about his, his funny, stories about the hood and the ghetto and you know things that he happened he always had a moral to the story i don't think he knew what power he actually had but i always saw it in his videos and then he went through a traumatic situation really bad 350 365 days i believe the video was called and he explained what happened to him and how this traumatic event changed his whole life and now he's trying to refine himself um I'm bringing, why am I bringing all that up? Um, but yeah, he, he talked about it. And the thing was, even for a person who was in the hood for, you know, the stereotypes of the hood and everything, he knew exactly like he had a position. He was in a position to change the world and change people who had that hood mentality because he could connect with them. And because he could connect with them, he was able to give a better insight from their point from that point of view another good movie about that was also spider-man um one of the spider-mans and it was i guess my gosh can i spoil a movie like that but okay well what i learned they, okay so in spider-man one of them homecoming kind of minor spoiler i guess but you know it's like someone's gonna look out for the little guy basically is like a big mission is like a big is a big message so you can like 
Whether you are in a big position, whether you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you are an artist, no matter who you are, you will always be in a position where you can make a difference in the world, where you can make life better in some way. No matter what your circumstances or your position is in life, no matter what our position is, someone's going to be in that position. But the fact that you are in that position, you have an opportunity to be consciously aware of, okay, how can I invest my energy into my position and make this affect the world in some way, you know? When you start to affect the world in some way, your life actually starts to become more fulfilled because you are honest with yourself. And when you're honest with yourself, then you exercise your ability to authentically invest your authentic energy into life. When and when that happens and life will take care of you, when you invest your energy into life, life will invest itself into you and then it becomes more fulfilling. It becomes better. You don't always have to be in a big position. Like you said, Jesus was a carpenter. You don't have to be in an amazing position to make a big change in the world. You just, you don't have to. Anyway, um, yeah, so just accept people, kind of going back to, just accept people for their different outlooks in life and... You know, everyone's going to have a different perspective. Everyone's going to live a different perspective. And that's just how it is. And, you know, love triumphs over everything. We all have freedom of thought and we can choose to accept people for who they are. Um, Chemically, energetically, energies don't mix. You know, you can say that atheists and religious people, religious energies don't get along but because we have free will we have the ability to negate the that and we don't have to like follow that path that's it's very primitive when we feel energies and act on them right away nothing wrong with it but (sighs) sorry but when we realize that we actually have a choice then we can choose to accept each other and accept people regardless of what they think about life regardless of who they are and we can maintain relationships or keep relationships affirmed with them that better reflect happy things or you know i enjoy this person i enjoy certain discussions that we have you know or you know people from different philosophies can actually talk and get to know each other more but you know it's just the willingness to do it and to not fight each other over everything because at the end of the day everything is connected everything is necessary stop trying to find the answers to everything because the truth is there's multiple answers to every problem you can't you can't there is no one answer to life and its mysteries and its questions thing about the idea of spirituality is that they understand that and when you talk about anything spiritual or expansive you know it's it fits into the category of spiritual but it's it there's a lot to it you know that word carries a lot of weight to it spiritual just accept people for who they are and what they want to do with their life
for who they are, what they want to do with their lives and things like that. And just get along with each other, you know, just everyone's going to have a different outlook. And just because you've met someone who has one, you know, do you want to keep this person because of good things or bad things? Just keep that in mind. The last thing I wrote. You can't demand people to treat you a certain way in life. You just can't. Just don't demand it. And um, yeah, I've been in that position. Don't do it. Just let people be people. And you could say, hey. I want you to treat me this way because, you know, I think that it's nice for you to treat me like this. And because you don't treat me like this, you're a bad person. You're evil. You're abusive. You got to communicate with people with what you want from them, how you feel if they've hurt you and work with them. And if they aren't willing to work with you, then consider leaving but don't try to force it. Don't kill yourself over trying to maintain this friendship with this person. Of course, when we have friendships, we're going to fight for it. At the same time, fighting and having freedom can be very conflicting because freedom is about being completely open with a person, being completely open in a relationship with a person you know, without worrying. But then when you're fighting for something, it's like, you know, I care and I want this to be maintained, you know, like there's a conflict between fighting and freedom. In one of my old relationships, there was a fight with me and my partner, with my girlfriend at the time. And we were trying to fight for our relationship. But one time I stopped and I was like, wait a minute, if we can't be free with each other, then why are we fighting? Like, if we could be free with each other, then we shouldn't be fighting. So what is the real reason why we're fighting and we can't be free with ourselves? So I have to stop and I have to tell her, like, if we want a relationship to work, then we can make it work. And that is freedom, is to accept it and be like, okay, let's keep the peace. But then we were fighting to maintain the relationship. It just got to the point where it was like, wait, what exactly are we fighting for? Are we fighting to understand each other more? Are we fighting because one person hurt the other and we communicated it and the other person didn't follow through? It takes responsibility to be a partner, to consider them, to not hurt them. And it takes both sides to say, hey, I'm going to put my ego aside right now and maintain this goodness that we have with our, with each other. It takes a lot to do that. But you know what? We have the choice to do that. We can do that. I've been talking for over an hour. It's hot in this car and I am I'm hungry. So I'm going to leave you with that, with being a good, with being in a good relationship. Just don't be demanding and just analyze the fight and freedom aspect of a relationship, friendship, family. And yeah, 
thank you for listening. This was supposed to be actually like 15 minutes long. I was going to do one minute per note. That didn't happen. Anyway, (laughs) thank you for listening. And I really hope that this video, this helped you guys out. Thank you so much for listening. And, um, I, uh, what is, what is my logo? My catchphrase? Um, do the best with what you got, because that's what I'm doing. All right, have a good day.